0: To C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. We're going to turn to the Word of God. If you have a Bible with you, you are exceedingly and abundantly blessed, and you may open that Bible wherever you desire, and good things will pop out. But if you'd like to be in the flow of what's happening this morning, then the book of Ephesians will be a little a little more helpful for you. Book of Ephesians is one of four prison letters from the Apostle Paul, who wrote these epistles, these letters to particular churches from jail. And so I want you to think through as we're, we're going to read. Paul has two incredible prayers that you've heard me talk about if you've been a part of the fam for a while, you've, you've heard me mention, and I keep coming back to it, and, and I'm unashamed in that, and I want you to, like, I enjoy a coffee. Who enjoys a coffee in the morning? Do you go, oh, I had a coffee yesterday? Oh, I'm not going to worry for a couple of years. Uh, if you really like coffee, you're appropriately going to manage your intake, but uh, I keep coming back every morning. The book of, book of Ephesians is, uh, is a bit like coffee for me. I, uh, I just keep, keep coming back here. And, and these two prayers from the... You know, our prayer life tells so much about us. You can, you can understand a lot of who we are in terms of our connection with Christ, in terms of how we pray. And so here we get an insight into Paul's prayer life. And as we read these two prayers, it's almost like Paul believed that prayer would do something... It's almost like he thought it was worthwhile, like there, there could be some connection between heaven and earth in a way that could shape things here uh, in the way he prays. And, and I want these, these prayers to embed in us and challenge, inspire. I want the Holy Spirit to do an illuminating work in each and every one of our hearts and minds today as we approach his word and as we're looking at these two prayers i want you to remember here that these are written so the author who is writing these paul is writing from prison he's he's not writing from a beach he's not writing on a holiday he's not writing once everything finally gets into place in life He's not, well, there could be, there could be some form of, of ministry expression or me serving God when I get this, 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 and this sorted. There's not, I, I'll have some overflow if this is in control or that difficult circumstance I'm walking through gets completely sorted. Then I can be thankful to God once it's all solved. Once, no, he's right in the middle of it. He's in a place of confinement where his life is not in his own hands. It could be taken from him at any moment. And so he's found something in God where he's not squashed and limited and selfish and stuck in his circumstance, where he's no better than you and I. He's flesh and blood and he calls out in his writings just how fallible and broken he is. But he's allowed God to do a work on the inside, where Jesus could be at the centre of his life and it has shaped how he sees everything. And could you and I be positioned in that place relentlessly? And the answer is yes, yes, we can, Jace. Let's, let's do that. So here we go. Let, let's start in, in the first prayer here in Ephesians 1. And we're going to start in verse in Verse 15. So for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I've not stopped. I've not stopped. The context of prayer, I've not stopped. That's where we're designed to live in the prayer space where there's something that God does in our heart, where we can see with eyes of faith, where there's an understanding of the importance of our representing God on earth and the place that prayer fits to bring together the will of God and the effectual outworking of His will on earth and how He's chosen to move through you and I as His people, His ambassadors here on earth, filled with His Spirit and that that here Paul... He says I've not stopped giving thanks for you remembering you in my prayers I've I've not stopped praying for you and so parents for our children I've not stopped praying for you regardless of what it looks like right now of how old you are or they are I've not stopped For God to move in those people that we're believing to have their eyes open, that they would see Jesus, I've not stopped. Believing for something to change in that circumstance. Let that stir and settle in us, Holy Spirit, that you would do a work in us, in me. That there is a lean in. In the realm of prayer, that you would open our eyes to see and understand and there would be a not stoppingness in us. I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking Keeping asking is annoying, right? Praying once and having a glorious answer, that's what we want. That's what I like. I keep asking, I have not stopped aware of what God is building in us, that it is infinitely more important, His long-term game plan, infinitely more important than the quick answer to that prayer, despite how important that prayer seems. Because He holds perfect wisdom. His ways are far above our ways. And so if He needed that prayer answered in that moment, then yes, that would have happened. And so we got to trust and prayer is so difficult because as we, as we step into a place of praying for things, we, we have a faith that God is going to move and act. But we've got to remember that every request, it falls within the capacity of God's greater wisdom and His plan. So if the answer is not yes in that particular moment, then we've got to know that God knows best and God's best is best. Even though we feel, man, dude, I feel like my best is best, like Jace knows best, like I should be able to consult the King of Kings. And, and my plan is just far superior. But, but we, we know when we let ourselves go there. God's best is best. Let's be reminded of that again this morning. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know Him better. If we ever feel like we've arrived in our Christian journey, let us be alive in the knowing Him better phase. Let us never exit that phase. Here Paul is praying for believers and he's praying that I pray that you would know him better, that you would know him more, that there would be a deepening understanding of who he is, that whatever, whatever goodness you've seen in God, that there would be more goodness that you would see. Now whatever revelation you had, that there would be a deepening revelation and let's live in that place. That is an exciting place for us to live in our faith, that you would know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. I pray that you would see in the very centre of who you are would be enlightened in order that you may know, that you'd know, that there'd be a deep knowingness that grows and keeps growing, that you would know the hope to which He has called you. Receive hope again. The hope to which He has called you, the riches of His glorious inheritance in His holy people. And His incomparably great power for us who believe. Let's flick across to chapter three. Thank you, Jesus. It's gone really, really quiet. Here we go. I pray. Ephesians three sixteen. I pray. Just say that out loud. I pray. This is an exciting place to live. When we own that territory, I pray. I know what it is to pray, to persevere. I know what it is to lament. I know what it is to warfare. I know what it is to stand and declare. I know what it is to hold my heart before him saying, God, I haven't got a clue what's going on right now. I pray. And church, I want us to be a people who can make this declaration strong. And if you sit here today and you're like, I think I need to add a word on the end. I pray Average (laughs) I pray Seldomly Then take a step From where you are No one is born a prayer warrior No one just pops out of the Christian womb And is like (laughs) It's a journey It's a journey it's a step by step process of allowing the lordship of Christ to take a hold inside of us it's stepping past uncomfortable man i remember the first time uh, like praying out loud in a corporate prayer meeting and your heart is beating like there's an elephant inside of your chest as you're about to like pray out and you hope someone doesn't pray out at the same time and you have that awkward like two people praying and then who's going to stop who's is it the person who's got the most faith that just pushes through and like drowns out the other person is it And then what if I pray something stupid? What if my words all "Ah, say, it's continually stepping past that. The growth zone is always outside of the comfort zone in life and faith. God just loves growing us. Seeing you more alive Seeing us on that, on that faith journey. I pray. That's where we're up to, right? <clears throat> I pray. So just make that declaration now. I pray. I pray. See yourself tomorrow. Say it. I pray. Think about Tuesday and what do you say? I pray. Wednesday. What about Thursday morning? What about you really ticked off Thursday night? I pray. I didn't hear many of you say, I pray, about the ticked off bit. Uh, <laughs> nice. I pray. Communing with our King. I pray, I pray, little moments, micro leanings of the heart towards him. Quick little one, two, three words, long moments, short moments. I pray, and I I pray that out of his glorious riches, his glorious riches, it's never just about us. Our prayer life, our following Christ, our everything is always about others. It matters for those around us. May I have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp, so to know, to understand, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep, pretty much covers it all, is the love of Christ. And so here's, here's this, well, and it continues, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. So we're, we're told to grasp, to understand, to know a love that is beyond knowing, that goes beyond our human capabilities And so we never reach the end of understanding God's love. You've been walking with Him for 80 years. You haven't reached the end of understanding His love for you. There's more to be seen, more to be understood, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. That's just craziness. And then it... A couple of verses, this doxology, and this it's verse twenty that I really want us to just think about for a little while. Now to him. And so doxology is like this expression of praise. It's kind of like glory speak. And so Paul, as he goes through the you know, the letter of Ephesians, it it flicks in and out of doctrine and poetry and prayer and praise. And it's just this natural flow. And that's how our lives are supposed to be where prayer doesn't have to be this this like moment that, that we lock in a box it, it flows. We're told in 1 Thess, I think it's 517, to pray continually, to pray always, to pray without ceasing. And so it's a, that's not like living in a 24-7 prayer meeting. That's just communing with God being such a normal, natural part of who we are. And we cultivate that across our life. And so... Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within you. To Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So so let's just... Let's just think about this for a minute. To Him who is able. So to God, to God who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. So God is bigger than your biggest prayer request, than the craziest thing you could think to ask he's bigger than any asking so he, he's infinitely larger than you're asking and then we ask or imagine think so so just think about your mind right now think about this thing in here and and you're thinking it's fun I, I like thinking about my thinking so what you imagine and hear of God, and so whatever you've understood to this point, whatever you've heard about him, whatever you've been taught, whatever you've picked up in the media, maybe it's your first time in church, and so, so that, that lives in here. This is what you think or imagine about who God is. Maybe you've been doing this for decades, you've done Bible college, you've you've studied and so there's a there's a substantial amount of understanding. So can we wherever we're at now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. So think about your capacity to imagine, your capacity to think and he can do immeasurably more. You can't measure the distance between your imagination and his ability it's immeasurably you can't can't measure the distance that's how far it is and i want us to see something again of the majestic mystery wonder glory of god because in our age we think we need to be able to figure out everything and we want to reduce everything to the size of our intellect. And the danger is when we put God in that place, then we're praying to someone who is not the God that the Bible talks about. We're actually then praying to someone infinitely smaller than who he actually is if we think we've figured out the entirety of who God is. And so we have understanding and we have we have these glorious ways of seeing Him and understanding of His, his truth and His goodness and everything in His Word. And this, this is how we, we understand and build some kind of framework that makes sense. But then we've got to understand beyond that, He is. And so who's the God that you're searching for? following, praying to? Who's the God that you came to worship today? And how big is he? Have we tried to reduce him to our ability to understand him? Have we sliced off enormous parts of his majesty because of our disappointment and it didn't work how we thought it should? Or would. And here we have this prayer from Paul in prison, using this language about the grandeur and the crazy, unimaginable size of God, his incomparably great power, his love that surpasses. Knowledge, and so I want us to feel safe in the majestic immeasurability of God, and then I want us to think about what that means. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power at work within you. His power, that expanse of can't fathom quite what that means, how powerful and incredible he is. That, him, that power at work in you, in me. I'm expecting to see like more wow faces. <laughs> like jaw. <laughs> Like, just try wrap your head around what your head can't wrap around. So here's his power at work within me. That power at work within me. When you think about the, the challenges we have, when we, when we think about our, our stumbling and our falling shortness, and, and when we feel stuck in life, can we remember again? If you're listening to the podcast, I'm making very big actions and then pointing to my chest. His power at work within me, not his power at my disposal to say what I want, to, to ask or imagine something nice, some, some prayer, and he's, he's going to do it like my cosmic vending machine. And, and we know that's not true, but we so easily fall back into that space. And then when it doesn't work as we thought, then we reduce his size and then we just do some normative kind of Christian life. And God wants us to see again, to like to blow the shackles off him, which aren't actually on him, they're in our mind. And to see him for who he is and that is where our Christian journey is filled with excitement, It is so frustrating when we shrink God and live in that. But we all are doing that in little moments all the time. And so we need to be reminded. We need to remind each other and stir each other to see who our God really is to shake off the disappointments, the frustrations. And that's where as we could get into his word, like imagine if you're in a, in a spot where you're like, man, okay, the I pray thing, I, I got to do something about my prayer. It's got a bit stale or it's a bit whatever. Then what if you studied and sat in and prayed these two prayers from the Apostle Paul here in Ephesians? And if you don't know how to study it, then Google it and, and hopefully you find something good. Uh Talk to mature Christians about it and dive in. Like We we could teach on these two prayers for a couple of years. This This is just really exciting. I don't know how much time I got. I don't know what's happening. I'm just having fun up here. Is that all? That clock must be wrong, MJ. You're messing with me. I'm going to look at a different clock. Does it tell me something different? Well, I better get the band to come and join me then. Thanks, man. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.